It's time for a smashing cast from the present. Produced by Michael, the Exo Paradigm Gamer. Consulted by Haydox, the uh, Haydox. Supervised by Ryan, the Rye Rule. And directed by Dan, the King K. It's the Unversed cast. Hey! My fellow Americans, my fellow gamers, welcome to the Unversed cast. <laughs> Uh, before we begin, I'd like to... I, I want to pilot a new bit I've been uh, thinking up. <laughs> oh boy. This is That's called... Good. This is called a Dear Mom. Alright, can I start it out? Okay. So this is this is the bit where I tell my mom to stop doing things. So in this today's episode, I'm going to say, Dear Mom, stop watching Hallmark movies. Have, have, have you ever watched a Hallmark movie before, fellas? Probably. Okay, so let me explain every single preference. So in every single Hallmark movie, it's always a man, <laughs> a man or a woman. It, it's never, it, it's two, it, it's, it's a man and a woman, right? And they're, they're star-crossed lovers and they used to have a thing back in high school, but now the man or the woman is so invested in this business opportunity. Maybe they run a factory and like, they have to produce candy canes for Christmas and all of a sudden their hot fling from high school comes in and they're this free spirit who hates capitalism. And then they're like, oh, you gotta come back to me. And then the person who runs the business is like, no, no, I like the business and my, my hubby over here who also runs the business and then maybe the angel or Jesus comes in and he's like, you gotta fuck that free spirit, man. Do it. Get rid of your husband. Fuck him or wife, whatever. It doesn't matter. Fuck your spouse. Hook up with this other free spirit. And I'm sick of watching the Hallmark movies. So that's pretty much my bit for the day. I hope you enjoy. All right. Greetings and <laughs> welcome, gentles and ladiesmen, to another <laughs> exciting podcast here on the Unverse cast. So, um, yeah, we're back, and a lot of people have been asking where the Zelda retrospective went, and that's a long <clears> story. <throat> but we've been, like, going back and forth while it's we're done with Mario. a long story that's not in any way my fault. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So basically, after throwing around, like, ideas for what we could do after Mario, 3D Mario, and... Ryan vehemently opposing a 2D Mario marathon, we have decided that it's time to go back and finish Zelda after all this time. But then we realized that our thoughts may have changed on a certain Zoraldo game. So today... Oh, I get it, because that's not... Alright, never mind. <laughs> Keep going. Yeah, so today we're back. We're going to talk nice about one. Ocarina of Time again. Uh, but mm -hmm. before we do... Of course. Before we do, <laughs> of course, go ahead and say it, Michael. It's, go it's, ahead. We have a sequel that nobody knew we wanted. <laughs> can I? Can I also note how nobody got excited for my new bit, and everybody was excited for Michael's fanfic corner? I'm, oh, I'm not excited. I'm loathing it. I'm dreading it. I no, do you're not. Want this. You love this shit, Ryan. No. You're like, I, I, I'm not gonna lie, guys. Ryan, I've, I've listened to our reading of. Okay, roll the intro real quick. <laughs> okay. That, just dub over that audio with Ryan. Yeah. Alright, so I, I, I just need to say that I've listened to our reading of Sonic High School like three times now. 
Oh my god. <laughs> and it, 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 it never gets old. Like, my favorite part is that after a... Like, the, we get to this one part where um, it turns out that uh, Zartog is in Al-Qaeda and built, like, an evil Zartog robot. Right. Yes. If you if you're listening to this and you have not seen our reading of Sonic High School, <laughs> go watch that first because I just Don't dropped a massive do it. spoiler. No, uh, but, no, save your ears to the trauma. Fuck. But, no. But it's just Ryan's reading and he's talking about how like Sonic to defeat Zartog has to keep rubbing his head up against his penis as he runs between his legs. <laughs> And Ryan just gradually starts giggling more and more and can't keep reading. And then eventually I had to take over. And then from that point on, Ryan just stops talking altogether. He's completely silent until the end when he's like, thank God it's over. And for a little behind the scenes uh, information, Ryan actually takes 100% of our ad revenue. So from all of our Sonic High School videos, he's been earning millions of YouTube dollars that he's been spending on luxury cars. He actually bought King K's entire YouTube channel. He owns that <laughs> shit. So yeah. if anything, we're doing this for Ryan's financial benefit. And if you don't like it, complain to him. His email and his home address is on the screen now. I'm just using the money to buy, like, a lot of drugs. Just a lot yes. of drugs. Hard drugs. <clears throat> also, uh, I want to note, Dark Doom Firemaster, if you are listening to our podcast, please, <laughs> I want, I would love for you to come on our podcast and have an interview and just talk shop. I, I want to talk about I woodworking. Would love, <laughs> I would love to hear about the creative process behind <laughs> Sonic High School. Straight from the, the horse's This isn't mouth. a joke. We, we're not we gonna bully it. you on this. <laughs> we're, 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 we, we are, I'm legitimately interested. I can't speak for Ryan, the capitalist scum that he is, or Michael, the cleric beast, or King K, the lovable scamp. Um, King K is the for, lovable scamp? For, my, <laughs> for myself, I, I, I really want to hear your creative process, everything that goes into this. Uh, so please come on our podcast. All right, cool. you, you posted the po the yeah you yes. did. Okay, let me let me. Open up this <laughs> Ryan's disappointed. Shite. He was hoping okay. I didn't. Anyways, uh, so for some reason, well, actually, for all the reasons in the world, Dark Doom Firemaster has descended from the mountaintop to bring us a sequel. There was another sequel. Uh, that was like a short World War II dragon story or whatever that we have not read yet. Maybe we should read that later. But this is going to be a multi-chapter epic. So oh. I'm, I'm interested to... I, I'm, I'm interested to see how it is because when Dark Doom Firemaster originally wrote Sonic High School, he was in like 7th grade and it's been like... I don't know, like he's got to be in his 20s it, it by released now, released right? in 2012, so... Yeah, 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 basically. So wait, I, hang on, 2012, really? Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, so I was about in probably like junior year of high school. Okay, never mind. Never mind. It's all yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. So it's uh, yeah, it's been a while. So I'm curious to see if he has improved <laughs> at all in that time. <laughs> <laughs> but part of part of me hopes he hasn't. <laughs> 
Anyways, uh, so this is called Sonic the Hedgehog, the movie. A Sonic the movie. High yeah, <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog, the movie. The movie a Sonic Whoa. High School story. Oh God. And I'm sure that the next one will be called Sonic the Hedgehog, the last hedgehog. Anyways. What's that a reference to? You, you know what it's a reference to. <laughs> yeah, and it's gonna fucking suck. Okay, so, okay. years after the events of Sonic High School, Sonic finds that life after high school is not as glamorous as he once thought. But everything changes when Sonic gets a movie deal. Author's oh note. Wow, did you think I was gone? I'm not. I hope you enjoy this story. Oh, thanks. Oh, I, can't, I can't wait. Okay. <laughs> Sonic woke up and looked at the clock. Seven o'clock. Seven o'clock! Said the clock. Said the clock. No, we're in for it. <laughs> Sonic closed his eyes and fell back asleep. Somewhere Said the clock. Oh my god. <laughs> well, see, I've, I've listened to Sonic High School recently, so that's not at all out of character. <laughs> Well, that's for, what I mean. Is right that, out of we're, character, we're, he says. That's what I mean. Is that nothing has changed? Has it? Like, <laughs> this is going to be the same thing. But we'll, we'll see if Shadow rapes Omega and again. Wake. Somewhere between sleep and wake, Sonic fidgeted rest restlessly, tangled in his blankets. Sleep and wake. I Can wouldn't. I read this Sometimes line? the yeah. edges of sleep and death touch. <laughs> I wonder what the boys are up to. Tails, Knuckle, Espio, <laughs> even Shadow. Knuckle. I miss those guys. Knuckle After like the Tingle brother. The gang went their separate ways. Tails, still smart as ever, moved to Hyderabad. It's a city to in work India. On technologies. What? <laughs> <laughs> My to work dad's on technologies and develop a cure for meta metastatic testicular exocancer or ball disease, as Sonic wants to. You gave a name to the disease for the first one. The he war wanted is to stop. expanding, much like Exo's dong. <laughs> he wanted to stop the disease before it could come back in the distant future, and he figured curing would stop it. No shit. Sonic and Tails stayed in touch, but Sonic could sense Tails' distance. Tails had used his bulging intelligence to invent <laughs> Skype too. <laughs> <laughs> So they were able to project holograms of each other into each other's homes like they were really there. But Tails always seemed so stressed. He had bags was, under his eyes and stubbles on his chin. I was fucking taking some of my drink when you had Skype too. That was your first mistake. He smiled, but the oh. smile always faded too fast. Sonic could tell there were more important things to Tails now than spending time with Sonic. Sonic thought that was bullshit, but he accepted it because it was for a good cause. Somebody take over. Okay, Knuckles, who is now six years old. <laughs> oh god, I, I, I forgot. Oh. I've forgotten things, and now I'm remembering things. Uh, about I the love story. the consistency. I really. You can, I love when an author is consistent to his lore. You know, they set up things in the first act and they follow through. I try to suppress it in the deepest, darkest recesses of my mind. Okay, so Knuckles, six years old now, was living with his son and brother, Knuckles Jr., <laughs> and his mother, Rouge, who was also the mother of Knuckles Jr. by way of Knuckles. After graduating and high remember, school, Knuckles with the looks Aidens, like Espio. <laughs> yeah. With the, with the aidance of his friends, <laughs> Knuckles moved away and attended college at the age of two. 
Separated from his friends, he was unable to keep up with the work on account of he was a toddler, and the dean of all students sent him back to be re-enrolled in preschool, which for <laughs> Knuckles felt like landing on the chute right near the end of chutes and ladders that takes you all the goddamn way back to the beginning. <laughs> I forgot about his amazing metaphors. <laughs> so Knuckles was now in first grade. Rouge and Knuckles Jr. had moved out to college, to THE college, to live with Knuckles because they figured he would not be able to find his way home by himself because he was only <laughs> two years old. Wait, <laughs> he, they said he was six years old though. This is when he was two years old, and because this is oh. like a flashback. Oh, okay, okay, alright. I read a line. <laughs> I read a line. Oh boy. Michael, your turn. Espio played truant from his one-time sexual relationship with Rouge and moved into an apartment with Silver, with whom he is now in a fulfilling and succulent gay relationship. Espio, good, good for him. Espio, yeah. ever the chameleon, has been making a living, living managing his tartrazine-sensitive food blog, which he created after discovering his debilitating allergy while eating a marzipan facsimile of Cream's head at her belated quinceanera, from which he was saved by Silver, who used his psychokinetic powers to remove the offending bolus from Espio's swollen esophagus. This is, oh my god, this is what like if he, fuck? this is like if he grew up but never matured, like, he knows, he knows more vocabulary now, but he's like the same. Person. No, you know what this is? This, this is how I used to write in sixth grade because I used to carry a pocket thesaurus around and I'd replace like really basic words with the most complicated ones I could find. So like, I would be like, and he gazed through through the panoramic city as he meandered through the crowd, traversing ever the while. Like, <laughs> all right. I, I, I mean, I'm mostly just saying that this is definitely... This is actually an improvement. It's yeah, scary, yeah. Isn't this to say, like, it's but you can still kind of feel like the skeleton of his style. You could, you could feel like, the the zeit, the geist <laughs> of Sonic High School floating over this. Michael, okay. please continue the narration. Silver then did the CPR kiss on Espio, which instantly gave Espio a turgid erection and made him realize that he was attracted to Silver. Gosh. Ryan, it's can your you imagine? turn. <laughs> Hold on, wait, this? can we pause? Can we pause for one moment? Yes. Can you imagine? Somebody is choking and dying on the floor. You give them CPR and they awake with a gigantic erection and they're like, I'm in love with you. <laughs> well, this is actually a, a progression from Sonic High School where it it's like gay was always used as an insult like remember they always talked about how like the play is super gay Charmy is super gay yeah and because he's super gay it's okay that Zartog killed him you know <laughs> well, so this is now. actually this is actually an improvement dark doom firemaster say gay rights <laughs> Okay. Shadow uh, just kind of disappeared. After the high school graduation process, Sonic saw Shadow get into his car. Shadow looked back at him, closed the curtain, and drove off. That was the last time Sonic ever saw Shadow. Sonic looked at Shadow's number on his phone sometimes, and wondered about what he could be up to. Sometimes he listened to police blotters, sometimes he would hope he would hear something about a black hedgehog <laughs> shootings. Oh my gosh, someone, but he never did. 
Uh, um, Sonic, blinking himself fully awake, rolled over and looked at the picture in the little pink frame on his bedside table. Amy. <gasps> it had been a month since Amy passed. Oh what? my god. <laughs> <laughs> um, bovine spongiform and so oh my god excuse me encephalop encephalopathy 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 oh my god go. I, I feel like Nemo and fucking <laughs> say anemone <laughs> bovine spongiform encephalopath not encephalo encephalopathy you got it <laughs> Jesus Christ. Damn you, Dark Tomb Firemaster. Damn you. The bed was too big now. It no longer smelled of her feminine musk. Fe it musk. Didn't, it didn't musk. feel like home to Sonic musk. anymore. And it still replayed in his head all the times, in flashes and echoes. Doctor, please, there has to be something you can do. No, she never give it up. I can't give up on her. I, I can't. No, I won't do it. And I won't let you either. It tortured him. He didn't want to remember Amy like that. He wanted to remember the woman he loved. Good morning, <laughs> sir. <laughs> said, said a robotic voice from the doorway. That voice belonged to Omo Chow. Your mail is here. Omo Chow flew over to the bed and dropped a stack of letters onto Sonic's long, <laughs> taut body. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks Omi. Omi. Oh, wait, we can do it together. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Omi. Thanks, Omi. At least I've still At got least you. I've still got you, said Sonic to Omo Chow, rubbing his eyes. Actually, about that, I'm quitting, said Omo Chow in an emotionless voice. What? What, what do you what mean? Do you mean? <laughs> said Sonic, asking. <laughs> but it was too late. Sonic already heard the door close because Omo Chow left and now he didn't even have a butler. Fuck! Said Sonic. <laughs> now I really now I'm really alone. all alone. Sonic pushed the stack of mail <laughs> off his body and rolled out of bed. White socks, red shoes, white gloves. He wore his shoes Sonic to bed. <laughs> Sonic sat on his bed and pulled on the same outfit he did every other day. But he goes he naked. He glanced over. True. He glanced over at the long walk-in closet where Amy's clothes still hung. I miss her. He looked at her earrings. I miss her smile. He looked at her slack red dresses. I miss the feeling of her body. <laughs> he looked at her shoes. God, do I miss the soaring arches of her feet. <laughs> he felt a small surge of invigoration and walked over to her shoes. He caressed the soft suede interior and then took a hopeful off. No, no. No. I can't read this line. I, I was not expecting the Sonic a High School sequel huff. to be about Sonic dealing with grief. <laughs> They hardly smell like her anymore. It's not fair. I'm not ready yet. Son, what the fuck? Sonic <laughs> stared at the floor for 70 minutes. <laughs> Why? I love how there's a fucking page break. What the fuck? <laughs> there are two page breaks to signify <laughs> the 70 minute. This goes on for a long time. <laughs> 
Sonic finished up his breakfast. Omo Chao left him a courtesy meal before bouncing from <laughs> bouncing the joint. from the joint. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just a bowl of cereal. It had already gone soggy by the time Sonic found it. But he ate it since it was in front of him. Sonic found himself confused, not knowing what to do with this empty bowl. What did Omi do with the bowls? Shit. Sonic had never taken care of himself. <laughs> he doesn't know what to do with the bowls. <laughs> Son Sonic's mom, Amy Omochow, there was always someone else supporting him while he took the starring role. But now, on his own, he felt lost. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Guess I can just buy a new one. Bowl in hand, Sonic went outside into the curb. He saw his neighbor Tracer grabbing the morning paper. Tracer, like from Overwatch? Yes. Oh, I, I suppose oh, so. There's British dialogue. It is from Overwatch. Oh no. All right. Can anybody <laughs> do a characters. Tracer? New characters. Oi, the Hedgehog. Top of the morning to you, laddie. What? <laughs> Top of the morning to you, laddies. My name's Tracer. Bark Tracer in her cheery British voice. Sonic didn't hate Tracer. She, oh my gosh, no. She, she was nice, she was pretty, she represented lesbians, but she was fast. And he couldn't help but feel she was everything Sonic was. Except Sonic was. Everything she Sonic was. Nice. was. Yeah, that's she, it. She was Jesus. nice Whoa. and fast. She was beautiful and fast. She was a gay icon <laughs> and fast. And Oodle's more successful oh, than no. Sonic in these days. Well, Morning, this is like Tracy. A right now. Pretty <laughs> wild Sonic. party last night, huh? Her house had been booming late into the night while Sonic tossed and turned in his bed. Blimey, it was, it was. Just had a couple of the girlies over for a fun night in. Woo, I'm still knackered. <laughs> Sounds Australian. Tracer, <laughs> Tracer dropped a plump bag in the garbage can at her curb. A plump bag? Ah, well, I'm glad you girls had fun, said Sonic. Said Sonic. Hey, uh, tell your friend I said something in Korean. <laughs> okay, wait, 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 I have a request for whoever's editing this. Take this, put it in Google Translate, and then just, like, hit the speaker button. It says, I, I know subscribe the to the Unversed cast. I want to know what this sounds like in Korean. <laughs> Pretty but not attractive. Sonic mustered up a little wink and then realized he was still holding an empty bowl. He dropped it in the trash can. <laughs> he doesn't know how to wash his bowl! So he's gonna throw it away instead! Michael's loving this. Throw it away, old right. bowl, are you, Sonic? Opt off the trolley, did ya? Tracer looked at him with confusion for a moment. Oi, oi, I'm just taking the piss. Oi, you let her know. Catch you later. <laughs> Tracer puts it goes from being Australian to Scottish. Tracer put the lid back on the garbage can and recalled into her mansion. <laughs> Sonic's Manison. face was red with embarrassment. Man Manison, right? <laughs> he couldn't help. He couldn't get back into his house fast enough. Sonic returned to the pile of mail, now on the kitchen counter. <laughs> Fan mail, fan mail, fan mail, credit card effort. What? Movie deal? Said Sonic Said blinking. Sonic blinking at the shiny <laughs> golden envelope. He tore the letter open. 
Dear Sonic the Hedgehog, we are delighted to inform you that we are beginning the production of the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Sonic read, Sonic read the rest of the letter that said when and where to be at and how much money he was going to get. I, I'm going to be a movie star, said Sonic. Throwing, said Sonic, throwing his hands in the letter in the air. Wait until Amy hears. Oh, right. <laughs> said Sonic, already putting a damper in his pampers. <laughs> Still, it was something to do. Sonic's, oh my, there's so much here. The, okay, we're almost near the end, okay. Sonic stepped out of his Sonic Uber and into the movie studio. I'm here, said Sonic. Said Sonic, taking off his sunglasses and smiling at the big-titted sexy goddess receptionist seated at the reception desk. Hello, oh, sir. Said the receptionist at the reception desk. Last name. The Hedgehog? Sonic the Hedgehog! Said Sonic, winking. The one and only. Okay, thank you, Mr. Sonic the Hedgehog. Please take a seat. Sonic laughed and turned to see where the boring-ass waiting room he was in. There were lots of plain-looking chairs and a little table with some magazines with celebrities on them. Just then, the door by the receptionist at the reception desk opened. A man in a white suit with a slick black back hair walked in. Sonic, my man! Said the man, opening his hands up <laughs> like for a hug, then actually went in for a rowdy handshake with Sonic. Such a big fan, such a big fan. What an honor, incredible. Oh no. <laughs> Is he a Pianta? <laughs> I got a glimpse of that name. The man let go of Sonic's <laughs> oh, hand God. and looked him up and down, smiling while chewing gum. He clapped Sonic on the shoulder. Clint Simpson, executive director of Sonic the Hedgehog. So glad you could make it. <coughs> he was still smiling really big and staring at Sonic with very open eyes. Sonic laughed nervously, surprised by Clit's forwardness. Thanks. Uh, Clit slapped Sonic's back. Come with me. We're all ready for you on set. Sonic snuck in one more wink at the receptionist at the reception desk as he was ushered into the wait out of the waiting room by Clint. Do you Dude, think he, fucking... Do you think he meant Clint and just didn't know how to no, spell he, it? He, he said Clint. It's <laughs> it's clearly Clint. Well, no. Do you think that he misspelled Clint? Oh my gosh. No. This no. is like a fucking fever dream. I'm, I'm browsing through this. The name Clint shows up so many times that it can't have been accidental. <laughs> This they walked down the halls purposeful. of the studio and Clint kept talking. <laughs> Man, my kids have been hounding me all week. What are you going to see Sonic? When is Sonic coming? It's cute. Cute kids. Get their looks from their old man. Didn't tell them you were coming today. You'll have to sign something for them. You don't charge, do you? <laughs> I'm just pulling your leg. Those are some good looking legs, too. You've been working out at shows. Wish I had time for the gym. Sonic could hardly get a word in edgewise. They arrived at the movie set, and Clint cupped his hands around his mouth and shouted, <laughs> Ladies and germs, the man himself is here, Sonic the Hedgehog. Everyone stopped what they were doing and stared at Sonic. Sonic felt awkward, but he could feel their admiration. It had been a while since Sonic felt this kind of appreciation. He <laughs> smiled shyly as they approached him. Clint rushed Sonic down a line of crew members who were eager to shake his hand. Clint tapped... 
Click kept. It's like a fucking uh, tongue twister. <laughs> Clipped. Click. 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 Kept talking the whole time. Sonic the Hedgehog. Guy's famous. Played all his games. Got a high school named after him. Love this guy. After shaking everyone's hand, Sonic took a moment to stop and look at his surroundings. Here, he was in a real-life movie set. <laughs> there were all kinds of lights and cameras and action going on about it around here. There was even a green screen. It looked like we, they were filming a scene in a hospital today. There was a hospital bed and all sorts of medical things around the bed. Sonic shivered. Sonic is in this Sonic High School sequel. There is a part where Sonic gets triggered by the visuals of a hospital <laughs> setting. Oh God. <laughs> I love this. Michael. Anyways. Mark, Mark, take a seat. This, this take is, a seat. This is, a, this, this, is, this is like what happened with like, you remember, you know how Samurai Jack got a season that was all of a sudden really dark? Yeah. This is like that. <laughs> all of a sudden it's really dark and Sonic serious. on the set? Sonic turned around and saw Clip patting one of those foldy Hollywood chairs. The back of the chair said, Sonic the Hedgehog, in big letters on it. Sonic's eyes lit up. Gee, a chair? For me? Sonic hurried over and plopped <laughs> ass into the seat. <laughs> he felt ass. like a real movie star now. We're about to start filming. Take a copy said Clit, handing Sonic a thick packet of papers. Act 3, scene 1. Sonic flipped through the pages oh of the script until he found the right one. Oh no. Scene 1. In a hospital, Sonic is panicked and desperate as Amy clings to life. <laughs> Sonic froze. Uh, Amy? He said out loud, almost without realizing it. He looked at Clit. How? What? Is she here? Uh, not yet, bud. Should be out here any second. Clint glanced back at the door. Ah, but look who is here. The talent has arrived. Sonic turned his head. That's when he saw it. It walked towards him. Sonic <laughs> heard Clint start talking, but he felt paralyzed, staring at the figure approaching him. Sonic, meet the star of the movie. He plays you. Damn. <laughs> what a twist. What a twist. This this is amazing. <laughs> and I mean that sincerely. Like, I, this is not at all what I would have expected from a Sonic High School sequel. Not that I, you, there, you could really <laughs> expect anything. all of our expectations. But it's just, we have grief. We have... Uh, Sonic feeling <laughs> washed up. We have SBO turning to the gays. We have, <laughs> geez, and we have, we have a guy named Clit, a man named Clit. <laughs> it's just this is just too good, because part of the problem is is that ever since we read so the Sonic High School, it's like every other fan fiction was ruined for us because it could never reach those those low low highs <laughs> dark doom firemaster is catering to our interests yeah. dark doom firemaster descended from the mountaintop to to give us our fix oh oh my gosh no Here, wait are. hold on wait hold on oh my gosh i read chapter three for a second you'll never believe 
dude, oh my, I don't want to spoil it, but holy <laughs> fuck. It, it, it goes, it, no, 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 Sonic <laughs> in chapter three. <laughs> he, he, <laughs> Okay. I'd like to know how you get there. Okay, we we well, we gotta we will save have to it. Keep we gotta save notes. them. We have been we gotta save the chapters because we've been doing this for thirty minutes. We have been doing this for thirty minutes. That's okay, Michael. Uh, we we should upload this separately <laughs> so that the people the people who want to hear about Ocarina of Time don't have to suffer through this. Imagine wrap it up. Ocarina imagine, of Time. Yeah, it's pretty good. Okay, catch you on the next podcast. Bye. Imagine, imagine like That's it. imagine like Haydox finally sharing the podcast on his channel, and like this is like the first thing they see. It's like, oh, they're gonna talk about Ocarina of Time, <laughs> and then they keep watching. And it's just like. Wait, Sonic feels grief for his dead wife? <laughs> <laughs>Please check out our channel on youtube.com for video versions of all our podcasts. The music used in this podcast is as follows. Almost New, Ashton Manor, Bittersweet, Chucky the Construction Worker, Der Klabersting, Disquiet, Floating Cities, Greta Sting, Hard Boiled, In Your Arms, Lightless Dawn, Leopard Print Elevator, New Sting, Procession of the King, Shaving Mirror, Spyglass, In the Curtain Rises. All of these tracks were composed by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com and are licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. You can find this license at http colon forward slash forward slash creativecommons.org forward slash licenses forward slash by forward slash 3.0 forward slash. This episode was edited by Exoparadigm Gamer, who you can check out on YouTube at https colon forward slash forward slash www.youtube.com forward slash user forward slash Exoparadigm Gamer. Thank you all very much for watching our podcast and we'll see you guys next time.